Hi everyone, welcome to They Had Fun. I'm Rachel and I am back with another amazing story about New York City. And I have a couple of announcements for you guys, so let me get these out of the way right at the top. Okay, first is, we are already on episode 10 of season 5, which is just wild. But what does that mean? It means we only have two episodes left in this entire season. Don't worry, of course we're coming back for a sixth season. But... It also means we are having a season five finale party and I am so excited. I'm hoping that I get to party with you guys. I'm hoping you will come. Okay, it's January 24th. It's the same day as our season finale. It's going to be at the flower shop on the Lower East Side. I don't know if you know it, but it is definitely like cool kid spot. I feel very honored that we got that spot. Also very cool, I'm going to be co-hosting this party with Mother's Milk. Now, I don't know if you guys have heard about it, but I recently learned this little acronym, RTD. So ready to drink. It's those canned cocktails. And I know you've seen a bunch of them, but trust me when I tell you this one is actually very very delicious and lucky for me the woman who started this brand is a born and raised new yorker she is a fan of the show and she is going to be our season finale episode so it's all going to tie in perfectly we're going to have this party with some of their drinks we might have some giveaways we're going to have the end of the season we're going to come together and have so much fun and i'm so excited to possibly party with you guys in person so save the date january 24th come hang out okay Speaking of partying, let's go ahead and get into my Rachel's Rex for this week because as you know, we had two themed months in a row. We had budget month and holidays, but now we're getting back to just the standard fare, which is on Fridays. I put up in our Instagram stories, what Rex do you need? And you guys ask me for anything you want. No surprise, a big theme this week was, well, number one, dry January, things to do, blah, blah, blah. I don't, sorry, I don't want to dig into that right now. Maybe we'll get into it next week. But the other one that was very much a part of the theme was cozy, cozy bars, cozy restaurants, places to stay warm. It was like everybody wanted that. And I know why we have reached January in New York City. And, you know, I don't like to bring the negativity onto the show, but we all know how I feel about the winter in New York City. It is, um, yeah. It's something. My skin hates it. I don't know. Okay, so let's just go ahead and give you some cozy places that will keep you nice and warm and toasty and all of the feels. And of course, when you ask this, the first thing that popped into my head, number one, Achilles Heel, Greenpoint, on the corner of West and Green Street. I love this bar. And of course, the number one reason why it is cozy and perfect for something like this is because right when you walk in the door, they have a wood-burning fireplace, and it is so, so, so warm. I don't know any other adjectives for this. It just is such a beautiful space inside of there. Now, so much so that after I had recommended this, I was like, man, I want to go to Achilles Heel. So I went on Sunday with one of my girlfriends for some drinks, and it checked all of the boxes I was expecting it to. Fireplace was roaring cocktails were excellent the service was so good sat at the beautiful window looking out over at Greenpoint I mean it just doesn't get much better than that and I was kind of surprised I suppose in a jaded New Yorker way at the cost of the cocktails I think they were like $16 each which I don't know when you're used to paying $22 for a cocktail somewhere it felt like a pretty decent quote unquote deal but I just love that space I cannot wait to go back and actually have the dinner because the food menu looked so good I'm telling you if you want the warm you want the cozy you want the fire you got it all it's at Achilles heel go check it out okay my second Rachel's rec is also going to check all those boxes and listen I'm not coming here to tell you that this is a hidden gem well because I hate that phrase because there's no hidden gems in New York City and if you want to talk about it let's get into it on another episode but I am coming here to tell you that Finelli's in Soho has been relatively easy to get into this past month. Now, I love Finelli's. I'm sure you love Finelli's. Everyone does. It's one of the best and only spots you can go in Soho. Really, 
And it just once again gives me that wintertime, dark, old man bar feel. Kind of like an ear in. I don't know, something the weather turns. It gets really wintry. And I find myself walking around with my husband and we inevitably are like, should we go to Finelli's? And the last two times we have gone, I... Again, Jada, New Yorker, I'm like, we're never going to be able to get in. It's just not going to happen. And we just go and we've gotten seats at the bar both times. It's such a good spot. It's a classic. I would consider it an institution. I'm sure you have been, but if you have not, now is your time to go check it out because it is, frankly, much easier to get in than you might think. Because in the summer, I mean, it's just like crowded with people. People are spilling out into the street. I love that energy, but right now it is very different. So again, if you're looking for that wintry, warm feeling, dark bar, go check out Finelli's in Soho. That's everything, guys. We've got two recommendations for cozy bars you can go check out. We've got a party that you can come to in just two short weeks. Seriously, if you're hearing this, come to the party. I, I th- The last time I did something, I saw people out that were friends of friends and they were like, oh, we saw your birthday um, on Instagram, but we didn't know if it was weird if we showed up. I'm like, no, please come. I mean this sincerely when we throw these things. I would love to see you guys. I would love to talk about New York with you. I would love to get drunk with you, most of all. Okay, let's get into my guest for today. We are running with the big dogs today, guys. This guy is a co-host of a podcast that has garnered a lot of attention and a huge following and a relatively short amount of time. I'm so excited for you guys to hear from him. He is the co-host of the Good Children podcast. Please welcome to the show, Andrew Muscarella. Hi, Rachel. Thank you for having me. Hi. I mean, thank you for honestly gracing me with your presence. (laughs) No, I'm serious. I mean, let's just come out right at the top here with one little feather in your cap, a little note for our audience. You were just on the list of a radar podcast to watch from Spotify. Yeah. What does that feel like? And tell me, how do I get there? <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, no, it's it. What does it feel like? It's it is overwhelming. I feel like I haven't really given myself the chance to process. It's only been a year and a half since we started the podcast. But wow. Yeah. Which again, like 18 months wild. But um, yeah, being chosen by Spotify for this radar event, there was only five podcasts chosen in the United States. So when we were got chosen, we were like, first of all, we thought it was spam. We we're like, that's <laughs> that email. They sent it to the wrong people. And then we kept reading and they were like, oh, we want to take you to London. You have this lined up press, whatever. It was like a pinch me moment. There was a billboard in the city. It was crazy. It was. I saw crazy. the billboard picture. I mean, I don't know. I'm just such like, yeah. I'm just like an advocate for every guest I have in the show where I'm just like, are you so proud of yourself? Like, are you so <laughs> excited? I mean, that is to hear you say that it's been like a year and a half, yeah. whatever. We don't need to compare to anyone else and especially including this podcast, no. but to have that happen in that amount of time and to know that people are just so in tune to what you're putting out there mm-hmm. has to feel so gratifying, has to feel so incredible. And I hope you are just so fucking proud of yourself. That is what I always want for all of my guests. Yeah, I'm very, very proud. I, I It's also like it's such a it's such a beautiful moment, too, because I feel like for both of us, me and Joe, we weren't influencers before this. So we really started from ground zero, not knowing if people were going to want to listen to our story in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, so seeing that people even resonate with our story or if it's helping or healing people or whatever, and then being recognized by Spotify was icing on the cake. And yeah, now I got to go home and I'm like, mom, did you hear Spotify is talking to us? Um, and she's like, Spotify, she's, she's like, what are you doing with your life? Because I'm 27 years old. And she's like, what's a podcast? I'm like, mom, you just don't get it. You don't get it, but you will. 
don't you worry when I buy you that second home or something. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) I love that part of the fun. I mean, I have to do this. I'm always relating everything to fun on this podcast. I think it's so fun that you get to co-host it with your best friend. And you guys have been best friends since you were like absolute kids. And that's the best part about it. There's like footage, there's video, there's, it's like, honestly, I don't have anything like that from, I mean, there's some, I'm not trying to act like I have this terrible childhood, but to have so much of it with your best friend, then put out this podcast, then have it be such a success, then get the email to go to London. I mean, I don't know all of these things. Yeah. It's amazing. It is. It is so, so much fun. Like, and and again, the podcast itself is there are themes and we do get serious and we want to keep it light and comedic, but like, we really just shoot the shit and like, we want to have fun with each other as much as possible. Yeah. We've been friends since four years old. So it's been about 23 years at this point, which is wild. So he's thinking what I'm thinking. I'm thinking what he's thinking. So we just finish each other's sentences. It's very organic that way. But yeah, it's like to travel with your best friend for work and to, you know, get to see him every day. It's like, it really is just a beautiful, a beautiful friendship. Yeah. Love it. It's it's so good. I love it so much. Okay. Well, <laughs> all of the fun there. Everyone needs to go check out Good Children Podcast. I'm telling you, mm-hmm. you're going to like it. Let's talk a little bit about the things for our podcast now. Yes. We'll get started with our usual questions because I think we're going to have perhaps a little bit of a push and pull for our first one. <laughs> so let's mm-hmm. get started with it. When did you move to New York? So I'm originally from New York. I'm from Long Island, which I okay. know there's tension around saying that I'm a New Yorker, but... <laughs> I'm a native New Yorker. Um, Yeah, so I was born and raised on Long Island, and it's on Long Island, not in um, Mm -hmm. Massapequa, New York. And then I didn't move to Brooklyn until 2021. Oh, my God. I know. I was in Baltimore and then Boston, and then I came to New York. Oh, you just moved all along the Eastern seaboard. Yeah, <laughs> literally. No, because I i mean, growing up, I especially when it came to New York City, I was like, that's my city. Like, I don't want to live there. Like, I, there's so much more out there for me to experience. I need to live in other cities. New York will always be there for me. And then I came to. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out there isn't so much else out there. Yeah. It's all it's all right here. No diss on Baltimore and Boston. I, I like them too. No. But that is a theme when I talk to people on the show. They're like, oh, I went and I lived in this, this other city and then I sort of came to my senses. So 2021, I think you might be our freshest New Yorker. I mean, we know that you were born in New York State. Yeah. We don't want to have any battles here about Long Island, <laughs> but you moved to New York City proper in 2021, relatively recent. Yes. Did you have an apartment to move into? Did you have friends? Did you have a job? Was it like, all right, fuck it, I'm just going to go for it now? Yeah. So, I mean, it was peak COVID. I was living in Boston and I got to a place um, that I was like, my time is closing here. Um, There's multiple reasons that I left. Major reason was that I am gay and I just felt like Boston was not the city for me to continue to be able to explore my identity. Wow. So I was like, I'm moving home. During the pandemic, my mom was like, you can live at home for as many months as you want. I'm like, okay, mom, like, I get it. I will. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to love it. But I did feel like I was 16 again. But yeah, then I started obviously frantically searching Street Easy for apartments. Joe, the co-host of the podcast that I do it with, never left his house. I mean, he's left his house, but he's never moved outside of his house. So I was like, Joe, we're moving to Brooklyn and we're moving in March. And I don't care what you say. It's happening. So I kept going on different apartment tours on Street Easy. And then we just found one and you know, with COVID, there was three months free rent and I was living in a beautiful building. And <laughs> I have since moved out because 
the rent has skyrocketed. It caught up to me. Yeah. March 2021, we we officially moved in. Wow. I Okay. I, yeah, we're going to get to our second question because you're sort of playing into it. But I kind of, yeah, I think I love the concept of someone being like, I'm going to move to New York City. In the it, it, we're a year into COVID at this point. It's not like you're yeah. being like reckless and dangerous, but I'm saying no. seeing like a city that I was here during it was kind of in like a real struggle moment and having issues into being like, I'm sure there was a lot of other things and reasons, but being like, I'm going to go there and I'm still going to support the city, especially growing up nearby. I love Correct. that you did that and you saw the value in it because that's something I'm always like screaming from the rooftops. There's still value, especially when everyone was saying New York is over and all of those things. Yeah. It's like, hold on a second. We're all still here. There's still a lot of great shit happening. So I love hearing that you came during that. Yeah. Let's talk a bit about the second question of our show, which is always, why did you move to New York? You knew you had to be here at some point and you told your friend, get up, we're doing it. But why did you move to New York City? So I moved to New York City because I there was there was multiple reasons that I moved. The first one was an identity reason. I felt like New York just, mm -hmm. it felt the most inclusive. And I didn't come out until I was about 23 years old. So I'm 27 now. That's around four years ago. So I just felt like I needed to be in a city where I wasn't going to experience repression or hiding parts of myself that I didn't want to hide any longer. And I felt like New York was that place specifically Brooklyn, because when I was thinking about places that I wanted to live, obviously there's so many different pockets of gay culture in New York City, which is beautiful. Mm -hmm. Brooklyn seems to be more queer leaning and, you know, sometimes less focused on body, more focused on like being more inclusive. And that's just how I feel. So I was like, Brooklyn is the place that I'm going to move. But then also it just felt like my family was here. And so for so long, I was away from them. My sister started having kids. My brother had kids. And I was like, I don't want to be the uncle that is away. I want to be with family since I'm Italian. Family is important. So that's another reason. And then the last reason is I've always in the back of my mind wanted to be an entertainer. And I, at the time, was in a sales job. But there was something in me that was like, if I move to New York... I won't experience the what ifs any longer. Like I'm there, it's buzzing. There are other people who want to do it and I'm going to feel their energy. So then when I moved here, the combination of all three, it worked. I mean, that was just so beautifully told oh. the way you outlined that there. And like, honestly, the, the the first one about the inclusivity, I mean, it just kind of makes me tear up a little bit because it's just like so many people feel like that about New York City. Mm. I can be myself. I don't have to worry about the judgment. I can find mm. my people. It's a theme we talk about a lot on the show, but no one has like truly said just those words. I am queer. I needed to be there. I didn't feel comfortable in other places. And it just brings me like, again, so much joy to know that New York City gave you yeah. that level of comfortability to like be yourself. And guess what? Yeah, it paid off. You it did. <laughs> you wanted it to did. be an entertainer. You wanted to be yourself. And like a year and a half into having a show, people are loving it. And so yeah, kudos to you once again. Like, Thank it's you. just so great. I love that you're close to family again. I love that you love New York so much. I love that you sort of found yourself here. Let's get into the biggest question of our show. And that is, of course, Andrew, what is the most fun you've ever had in New York City? Can I take you on a date story? Please. Can I take you through a date? Yeah. Okay. So I think it's I think it's also a culmination of everything that I just talked about before, because when I was in other cities, I wasn't really dating. But when I got here again, I felt comfortable. I explored the apps. I was like, you know what? I'm going to meet someone. It's going to be great. But there was one specific day that sticks out to me among the rest. And so I went on this date with this guy 
He's great. We don't talk anymore, but we're still friends. Oh, it was Pride Month and it was Pride Weekend. So I was like, this is my first Pride. I've never really experienced Pride in New York City. Like this is going to be unbelievable. Mm-hmm. So he's like, we're going to meet at Berry Park in Williamsburg. For reference, I'm somebody who since I stayed in Williamsburg, people call it a Williamsburg bubble because it is like there is so much to do there. <laughs> so you feel like you don't have to leave, um, which <laughs> totally. is a problem, <laughs> which is a problem. I lived um, in Williamsburg in my early 20s. And we have this constant joke between our friends that like people would be like, we live in Fort Greene. And we'd be like, where is that? Where is that? How do yeah, you get there? Like, <laughs> I'm like, Fort Greene? There's a subway to Fort Greene? No. So again, he was like, we're going to go to Berry Park. It's going to be great. We sat on the rooftop. Have you ever been to Berry Park? Yes, 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 yes. Okay. It was cute. It was my first time ever. It was my first time ever there. The views. The views. The views were gorgeous. The weather was unbelievable. And we just started drinking. We started having fun. Great conversation led to the next thing. And he was like, do you want to go to a pride party? You don't have to say yes. It's my friend's pride party. This is our second date, mind you. I was like, I'm meeting the friends today. This is not normal. Like, what's going on? But I'm a pretty spontaneous person. And I think that also is very New York. Like, you never know what's going to happen, right? Like, you're like, yeah, I'm going to say yes. Just say yes. Just say yes. So we grab drinks on the rooftop. He's like, okay, we're going to go to this party. I'm like, amazing. We go to this party. I'm starting to talk to people and out of the corner of my eye, I see this person and I'm like, oh my God, that's my friend, Christina. I haven't talked to her in seven years since college. It was like, like a dirty dancing moment when you, you see each other and we're like, oh my God. And I literally sprint towards her and it was just a beautiful embrace. And for me in that moment, I was like, I haven't seen her in seven years. I didn't even necessarily know she lived in New York, but she had such an impact on my life when I was in college. And out of all places to be during Pride Weekend in New York, to be at this party with 40 people and to see her was like, unlike anything, it was just such a special moment. Um, It felt serendipitous. Yeah, it was like, yeah, yeah. But again, I was laughing to myself. It was like, again, this is this is so New York. You're going to run into people that you haven't seen in like 10 (laughs) years and then be able to rekindle a friendship that is going to continue to last. Very true. So we hit it off. We had an amazing time. And then throughout the night, me and this date were just like dancing around the party. It just felt like a movie. And then the more we we kept drinking, the more we were having fun. It was my first trip to Stonewall. They were like, we're going to Stonewall. And I know for the gays, it's amazing. For the queer community, it's amazing. It's also like sometimes a little cliche to be like, we're going to Stonewall. Um, (laughs) But it was my first time ever. So I was like, this is going to be fun. Sometimes it's pride in New York City. You got to go Stonewall. It's pride in New York City. You have to go to Stonewall. (laughs) And we get there and it's bumping. I immediately arrived at Stonewall. There's a person outside who stops me and goes, has anyone ever told you that you look like Ben Platt? And I think that was the first time I heard it. And ever since I have not been able to leave Ben Platt's shadow. So that moment really solidified me being Ben Platt's understudy. Um, <laughs> the listeners can't see you, but obviously there'll be a yeah. picture in our Instagram post, but 
you do I do look like him. <laughs> I do look I like him. Like that or not, but you do. I think he's a great looking guy. Like, and within the gay community, I feel like a lot of people go through their twin cest phase where it's mm. like, oh my God. And for so long in my life, I was obsessed with Ben Platt. Like <gasps> I yeah. In high school, seeing Pitch Perfect and seeing him in Pitch Perfect, it was like Oh my god! And then I joined acapella in college. It was like a whole thing, and I'm like, work, I'm like working through it. No, and I did meet Ben Platt though. And when I met him, I went to the screening of Theater Camp, his most recent movie, and I was like, okay, this is my moment. I'm going to say something to him, and I said something to him. No, I said, Ben, I'm Andrew, and he goes, I know who you are. You're all over my screen, Rachel. Rachel, when I tell you. I almost dropped dead in front of him. I was like, don't say that. He was like, let's take a picture. So we took the picture um, and I posted it to my Instagram and I was literally like, that's my brother. Like, it actually is crazy. I was just going to say, is that like, I don't know. You tell, is that like sexual tension or is I don't that- think that, I think for on my end, I don't feel any sexual tension towards, towards Ben Platt <laughs> any longer. Um, I think that I've, I think it would be genuinely strange if people on the daily you're calling me Ben Platt and then I'm like hey Ben what's up want to get out of here so but anyways that was the first time that night anyways we go into Stonewall we're having an amazing time at Stonewall all of a sudden there's somebody who's dancing at this point I'm a few drinks in let's not lie there's someone dancing on the pool table so I'm like fuck it I'm dancing on the pool table. (laughs) I pull up my date on the pool table. He's like, stop. Like, I don't want to do this. Like, he was definitely a little bit more timid than I was. And I was like, this is my first pride. We're dancing on the pool table. So dance on the pool table. Cameras are out. I'm having an amazing time. And we left Stonewall and we continued the night. But it was the perfect temperature walking through the streets of new york like it was genuinely out of a movie (laughs) holding hands walking and then we went to what pier 45 i don't know but it's you see the entire city skyline you're sitting on the water and we just sat there for an extra like hour and a half just talking and looking at each other and one thing led to another we kissed and it just felt like for the first time in my life I felt what it felt to be on a date with another guy and enjoy it and enjoy his company and it happening during pride month and the day that led up to it seeing my friend and going to Stonewall for the first time and grabbing drinks on a beautiful rooftop and getting out of Williamsburg (laughs) it just all culminated into such a beautiful a beautiful fun and special moment in New York you're hitting so many notes that we get on the show quite frequently saying yes, rooftops, bouncing around, trying out anything, having drinks, young love, blah, 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 blah. But you know, the part that always sticks out to me are these things that are like, that are so specific to New York and so specific to my guests that I just enjoy so much is knowing you feeling just like, like yourself yeah. coming full circle and you're telling it like so beautifully. And yes, there was so much fun there and there's all of those things, but this version of you and feeling mm-hmm. like you're part of everything and being in it and only three months into New York city and just knowing like I'm in the right place. I've done it. I am who I am. It's so fun, but it is truly beautiful. Beautiful. And I love that story. 
Oh, thank you. It was, it really, yeah, it will stick with me forever. I mean, if he's listening, we're, again, we're still very close. Um, <laughs> I assure you, he's not listening. I know he's not listening. No, but I, maybe he will. Maybe, maybe I'll be like, uh, uh, hey, hey, you should listen to this. Um, yeah, but it's not even necessarily like, I'm sure he's a wonderful human. Oh, yeah, he is. But it's not even necessarily about him. You had a great time with him. He's lovely. It's about you and how you felt on that day in New York City yep. being yourself. And not Ben Platt. So not Ben Platt. <laughs> thank you for sharing it. Very lovely. Very, very fun. I hope it inspires people who are young too and want to be like, I'm going to come to New York City and be a part of the queer community. Yeah. Okay. Let's ask you my last and final question of the show. And that is, what is your favorite thing about New York City? My favorite thing about New York City is that you can always be a tourist. And I know that like being a tourist sometimes for people is like, oh, get out of the city, whatever. But like growing up in on Long Island and then coming into the city, I always felt like a tourist, right? Like there were so many places for me to see, but then now actually living here. And as I referenced before, like sometimes I didn't even leave Williamsburg. So going to the West Village or going to Soho, I'm looking around and I'm like, this is my city. It's so special and because there's so much to see there's so much to eat i love to eat like and there's so much to just do experience and it's a it's a really beautiful thing listen i can tell you as someone who's been here for 17 years i still feel (laughs) the exact same way and no one has said that answer yet i love that you can be a tourist and it is literally quite frankly what i do every weekend and i hope you keep that exact same joy and gusto and go and check out new neighborhoods and go and try new foods and just take in every single thing the city has to offer for you. It's such a good answer. Still a tourist. Uh, Always be a tourist. Still a tourist. (laughs) Andrew, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for telling that truly lovely, wonderful story. I loved hearing it. Thank you, Rachel. This was amazing. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Of course. Most of all, thanks, New York. They had fun. 